G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. Thanks for joining me today and we've been looking this week at that tremendous word found in Scripture, repentance, considered by some the most important word of the Bible. In fact, in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1, it's listed as the first of the foundation doctrines of Christianity. We saw yesterday and the day before a definition of uh, repentance which comes from the word metaneo, which means a decision that leads to a change of mind and then action. It's decision followed by action. So a person is going one direction, then they do a 180 degree turn and go in a totally new direction. We started looking at what repentance is not. Firstly, it's not simply an admission of sin. People can happily admit their sin, say sorry, but then make no changes and just continue on in their sinning. Secondly, it's not just a conviction of sin. A lot of people get convicted of sin. It's happened to me, but then make no changes, even though they realize what they're doing is wrong. If we get convicted of sin, we need to repent and turn away from it. Thirdly, repentance is more than just worldly sorrow. People can be sorry for the consequences of their sins, but not of the fact that they actually sin. So it's more, hey, I'm really sorry because this has caused bad results and consequences in my life. 2 Corinthians 7.10, godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but sorrow of the world produces death. So here there's two kinds of sorrow here. There's a sorrow of the world that's sort of sorry for the consequences, but then there's this godly sorrow that actually produces repentance leading to salvation. A Sunday school teacher asked, what does repentance mean? One boy piped up and he said, it means being sorry for your sin. There was another girl in the class and she said, it's being sorry enough to quit. And that's where repentance really comes in. It's more than just being sorry. It's being sorry enough to quit, change your direction and start living a new life more godly lifestyle. Fourthly, repentance is not just a decision to do better tomorrow, to turn a new leaf, a New Year's resolution. I think we're all always making decisions of what we're not going to do any longer. You know, I'm no longer going to watch this uh, program that I shouldn't be watching. I'm I'm no longer going to get angry. I'm going to be more patient. So we make these resolutions, but repentance is much more than that. Hey, there's nothing wrong with making some resolutions, asking God's grace to help you to follow through on them, but that's actually not repentance. Fifthly, repentance is not becoming religious. So some people suddenly decide, well, I think I'll start attending church. I'll read my Bible. I'll give money. I'll serve. But then at the same time, they still continue to live a worldly life. In fact, if you consider the Pharisees, they did all the religious things, I mean, to the nth degree. But in most cases, they never actually repented, turned away from sin and were saved. 
Number six, repentance is not just the acknowledgement of God and truth. People can do that and still live their own lives, often not even saved. I actually know of people who are living ungodly, immoral lives, but they say, hey, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. My faith is important to me. And I stand there thinking, really? That's quite amazing. It's easy to say that we believe. In fact, there's an interesting scripture in James 2 verse 19. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. See, repentance, salvation is much more than just believing. True repentance actually involves four areas of life. It involves a whole area of dealing with sin, attachments to the world, allegiances to Satan, and also deals with our rights or the Lordship of Jesus Christ in our lives. So it's a whole lot more than just turning away from sin, the world, and the devil. It also includes giving our whole lives over to God. So we're no longer living for self, but we're living for God, where we can say, not my will, but yours be done. That's when we're getting into the real nitty-gritty of what repentance is all about. Think about the rich young ruler. He had no problem with forsaking sin, the world, and the devil. But Jesus required lordship. And in his case, he was to sell all and give to the poor. Now, we're not all asked to do that. But in this case, this rich young ruler was. He went away really sad. He was a great living guy, lived a godly life. But Jesus was not lord of his possessions. So lordship really is unconditional surrender to God where we have no arguments, no demands, no excuses, no reservations. We say, here I am, God. I submit to you. Tell me what you want me to do. So repentance, yes, it includes dealing with sin, turning away from attachments to the world and from allegiances to Satan, but it also includes surrendering our rights and coming under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au.